People have gathered around ideas since the beginning of time. Each successful collaboration pushing innovation forward, building a stronger future. Motorists Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have combined decades of experience to create an even better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders. Encircling businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Alright everyone, welcome to this edition of the New Japan PuroCast, your weekly audio source for all things in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. My name's Colin Miller, being joined alongside, as always, by Mr. Damon McDonald. And Damon, not only are we the number one Japanese pro wrestling podcast in all of iTunes, but we are now proud members of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting family. How about it, man? Yeah, and, and, and one of those statements is true. <laughs> um, <laughs> which, so, which one? Yeah, well, I think it's the latter. Um, and again, we all know how iTunes does their wacky stats, so nobody really knows. So until somebody tells us otherwise, we're number one. But uh, Damn yeah, straight. We're, thrilled, we're thrilled to join the uh, Voices of Wrestling podcast network. We're big fans of the, the flagship show. We're big fans of Shake Them Ropes, which is a... Uh, WWE NXT centric podcasts. So when Rich Krejci gave uh, me the email and kind of was, you know, testing the waters to see if if we'd be interested in joining, I think we jumped at the opportunity to 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 be on board with the the guys, and we hope you guys like it. Look, we're not experts by any stretch of the imagination. I've been watching for you know since the eighties. I'm, I'm an old guy. Colin's a little younger, so he's been watching a little bit less, but has been putting due diligence in. So, you know, I don't know if we're for everyone. I don't, uh, we, we go off on tangents and we, you know, we take forever to, to make a point like we're doing now. <laughs> but and, and, and like last week, we talked for about 30 minutes about Yujiro Takahashi. But that's that, that, that's part of the charm of the New Japan PuroCast, I think. Yeah, I, you know, if there is any charm, it's that. So, you know, stay with <laughs> us. Give us a listen. If you like what you hear, let us know. If uh, you don't, um, don't tell Colin Damon. Know. Tell me. <laughs> tell let me. Colin know. I he'll, can handle it. Damon, you know, he, you might hear a, a knock on your door uh, one uh, misty evening, and that'll be the last thing you ever hear. Yeah, I'm not going to murder anyone, you know, but it's <laughs> just, you know, it, it is what it is. So I don't really get too involved in the uh, social media aspect. That's more Colin's wheelhouse, but. Um, yep, let's uh, let's dive right in. We hope you guys enjoy. Keep listening, keep subscribing, all that fun stuff, and uh, let's hop in. Alrighty, yeah. Like like Damon said, you know, uh, w- one of the things that I think makes this podcast kind of fun is that uh, we've both been watching this product for different lengths of time. And just to give a very brief uh, background of my history with pro wrestling, you know, I'm a younger guy, just turned 26, so uh, I grew up a WWF kid. Started watching in uh, oh 1994, so I've I've been watching this stuff since I was four years old, give or take. And uh, my first exposure to New Japan was actually a DVD 
of the original Super J Cup uh, back from 1994. And uh, from then on, I just, you know, scoured YouTube for every Jushin Thunder Liger match I could possibly find. And uh, my, my, my first uh, New Japan show was actually... Um, the ROH War of the Worlds show from uh, Manhattan of in uh, last year um, at the Hammerstein Ballroom, and that was actually where I met Damon. Damon hooked me up with the ticket, and uh, from then on, I started following the current New Japan product very closely, and here we are hosting the New Japan Purocast, so lots of... Uh, news and notes to get into here um, going on in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling, but uh, really quickly, I got to attend some live pro wrestling last weekend, Damon. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it, it's somewhat New Japan centric, mind you guys, so don't don't have a an aneurysm. If, yeah, don't uh, have a conniption, you know. Right, but it was uh, uh, Chikara, right? Yeah, it, it was Chikara, uh, King of Trios, Night 2. And I actually have you to thank for uh, hooking me up with this. <laughs> well, you know, I, I'm one with Facebook, you know. Uh, you made so, me aware of it, at least. <laughs> so, quickly, how was Styles? So, it was Styles and, and the Bucks representing Bullet Club. Yes. Uh, in the finals, correct? Uh yeah yeah this 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 was um was this the semifinals well it was night two and I f I forget who were, who they were even wrestling to be honest with you you know <laughs> this was I I look I know nothing about Chikara I still know nothing about Chikara even after <laughs> having attended one of their shows um look you know I I I get that their whole thing is you know they're they're pro wrestling for the family and it's supposed to be you know fun and it it, it was fun I did I did have a lot of fun at the show but. I could not handle a steady diet of this brand of pro wrestling. Do you feel me? No, I think it's 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 definitely for someone who's who likes their comedy, who appreciates the comedic aspects of pro wrestling. There's a it's it's heavily, you know, if you don't like flippy do stuff, you ain't gonna like Chikara. Um, I, I have limited exposure to it, and and, I, and I, I think it's wise that we don't spend too much time on it because I really don't watch a lot of Chikara. Um, the the limited exposure that I have had was before they did a reboot. So they had this story leading up to uh, the promotion actually getting shutting actually getting shut down, uh, and they were down for about a year, from what I understand. And then uh, they rise from the ashes. So for me to comment a lot about Shakara, you're 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 we're in the wrong spot. We're 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 outside of our wheelhouse. I'll tell you straight up. I, I went specifically just to see AJ Styles and the you Young Bucks. You went because you got a front row seat. <laughs> <laughs> well, well 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 look, I saw the announcement on the Young Bucks Facebook page, you know, like a week before that they were going to be, you know, in my neck of the woods and I was like, "Ah, oh, damn, you know, I'm not really a fan of Shakara, but you know, the Young Bucks and AJ are going to be in my backyard, basically, so I should probably go to this show. Well, long story short, I ended up getting a uh, free front row ticket from this gentleman on Facebook that's a part of the classic Japanese pro wrestling group that uh, I strongly encourage you guys to check out. So, uh, yeah, I got I got the opportunity to tell AJ what an awesome G1 he had and just what, what a phenomenal match he had with Hiroshi Tanahashi. And that sounds very sexual. <laughs> sounds, <laughs> sounds very romantic. An awesome G1. Moment. <laughs> yeah, we did. We, we we did share a little moment, and I, I even got to have a, a a little mini conversation with Nick Jackson about how paper currency is going the way of the dodo bird, and that was fun. So, uh, 
Yeah. I, I had no idea he was such a uh, an, an economic uh, force in in the world of pro wrestling. Hey, he, man, uh, the the young bucks, the young bucks. They uh... <laughs> does he get paid in like Bitcoin now, or does he? Well, look. The, re- the reason I bring this up is because I was like the only person at this event who uh, it, it didn't have cash. Because I'll be honest with you, I never carry cash with me. Right. Like I, I, I just don't use it, you know. And not even a couple bucks. Ah, uh, a couple bucks, you know, here and there, like a few ones, but certainly not enough to, you know, uh, buy two T-shirts at a wrestling event. Right. So you know, I, I gave him my credit card, and you know, I. I was apologizing profusely for being the the pain in the ass who's who's using plastic when everyone is just you know using their cash. But you know the, those guys are so cool. They totally you know understood. They were very appreciative of the business. And uh, yeah, I have I have nothing but positive things to say about my interactions with both the Bucks and AJ Styles. So Wait, yeah, let me fun- ask you this because I'm that, I'm curious because because you, you got me, you hooked me, right? <laughs> okay. You gave your credit card at a, technically, an indie pro wrestling show? I gave my credit card to Nick Jackson. He swiped it on his cell phone. Did he have one of those, he had one of those, um, what are they, squares? Yeah, one of those squares. But you know what? It didn't work the first time, so he had to mm-hmm. enter it in manually. So so Nick Jackson knows my credit card number, everyone. <laughs> he, he manually put it in? Yeah, he had to manually put it in because it was <laughs> the little the little triangle thing wouldn't work. Oh, you got worked. <laughs> did you check your credit card? <laughs> no, I, I, I did. Every, every, everything okay. checked out. The balance is fine on there. All right. The balance uh, is fine. Somebody got first class tickets back to California. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've never used uh, my, my credit card at an indie pro wrestling event before. This, this, this was a first for me. Okay. Okay. So he took. So he manually took down the digits. Yes, he manually entered the digits into uh his cell phone and damon guess what i i made nick jackson aware of our uh, humble little podcast here oh. and i actually passed out a little business card to him <laughs> i mean he, he he probably threw it in the garbage immediately when trash. i walked away but i don't think i don't think he i don't think it made it to <sighs> what do you think do you think it do you think who knows man i don't know do you think it made it to the backstage area <laughs> do you think it made it backstage uh, maybe maybe <laughs> by the grace of god I, I... <laughs> listen i appreciate your hustle i appreciate it well how how could i not i mean a- aj styles is there the young bucks are right there they're just hanging out you know how how could i not walk up and make them aware of of, of the good uh the good work we're doing the gospel of uh <laughs> puro resu that we're preaching here uh each and every week so yeah fun show fun weekend great to meet those guys and uh yeah that was my chikara experience everyone well, was it a good well give, give me you know you don't you know who the, you don't know who they wrestled uh, dude, you i don't have know no who idea. they worked against uh how many did they work multiple times during the night uh no it was just it was just uh once i i do know that they were in the finals um on for uh night three and they lost to the triple a the triple a guys who uh came over which by the way th- th- those guys were phenomenal extremely uh entertaining right so you don't you know, had no idea you like literally right now no idea who they worked against I I have no clue. I I I I just know that there was a super kick party right. and that there was a, a a double Meltzer driver. That's all I know. All right, all right, but good match. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, anything that those guys are involved in is at at the very least going to be somewhat entertaining. You know. Yeah. All right, all right. Very good. You had a good time. I I you know. Yeah, I I, I have no regrets I, about going. I was thinking about going, but it, that was for for two seconds and and. I don't know. Just it's just not my scene. So, uh, good. You had a good time. Front row, little young bucks, little AJ. You can't beat that. 
Yeah, ex- exactly. And you know, I, I hadn't been to a pro a live pro wrestling event in a while. I mean, I know you're you know constantly in Japan at G1 <laughs> finals and you know Tokyo it's Dome every, events. It's and not all the time. It's like every you know, month, damn Jesus. Once in a lifetime trip. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm 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 just screwing with you. But uh, yeah, so lots of uh, news and no- notes to talk about here today. And you know, Damon, you 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 know, I'm not a guy who watches these Road Two shows. You know, but I will say, the Road to Destruction night six from September 11th. I got the opportunity to sit down and watch this last night, and I'll tell you what, it was a pretty damn good show. It's very easy for people to just you know kick to the curb these Road Two shows. I loved this show with a capital L O V E. It was, I really thought it was fantastic. Um, there were a couple of matches that, you know, and we'll get into greater detail about this, you know, a little bit more in depth match by match, but there were a couple of matches that I think could sniff match of the month in September. Um, two being one, the tag match. Uh, to close the show. Uh, and I really, really liked the Liger Tiger Mask. Uh, Jay White and uh, was, it, was it Kamatsu? It was or, uh, or, Tanaka. Ta- uh, fantastic. Yeah. Right? I really, really liked that matchup. I think that was the, the second best match of the night. I love the fact that Liger and, and, and Liger and Tiger, <laughs> they're, they're the 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 angry old guys and they're just going to slap the taste out of these youngsters and then you know wound up having a real competitive fiery match loved it i thought that i'm usually in your boat where i ain't got a lot of time you know i i can't sit here and watch these single cams and uh, ain't nobody got time for that (laughs) ain't nobody got time for that well listen there are people that got time for it and it's not me I got a, I got a mortgage and two car payment. They're the people who are going to be tweeting us and you know yeah. tearing, tearing us apart. <laughs> That's all right. Let them tear us apart because you know God I got to help them. My point being is, those are usually you know kicked to the to the curb shows as I call them. Now, I'm not wasting my time. If there's something that's great and somebody has has paid the price and watched the show and have have recommended a match to go out of my way to see, yeah, I'm going to watch it. But I can't sit through a whole entire show. That being said, this show, I would wholeheartedly, 100% recommend that you guys check this out if you haven't already. Again, usually these road shows are shows where it's, you know, re- you got to be really hardcore. It's, they don't really grab the, the casual fan. Lots of multi-man tags. Lots of six-man tags. Lots of, uh, you know... Not a lot to sink your teeth into with these shows, nine times out of ten. This show was solid, solid. Yeah, there was there was nothing bad on this show at all. No, it, it, different tastes. I mean, there was, you know, there's, there's a, 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 a match where it was heavy comedy, and it's, that's not my thing, and that's okay if it is. If, if it's yours, awesome. You, you might really, really like this match and really, really like this show. Uh, not my thing, but... It was okay. It was fine. It wasn't like I was reaching for the remote, but uh, overall, yeah. Well, 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 let's get into it. Let's let's talk a little bit more about this show. All right. So this show started off with uh, a young lions match featuring Kamatsu versus David Finley, and I thought this was a good opener. You know, I we we, we talked about it uh, a couple weeks ago. I think this is probably 
the best batch of young lions, young boys, whatever you want to call them, that we've I'm seen. I'm not calling them young boys. <laughs> it's too creepy. I, I, yeah, I, I prefer young lions myself. But yeah. this, this is probably the best batch that we've seen in uh, quite some time. And uh, these guys had a, a, a great back-and-forth match. The only thing that bothers me, and this has nothing to do with the wrestling, I hate when these young guys get these stupid tattoos that completely just ruin their bodies and I, I i hate david finley's back tattoo i hate it and you know who i blame for this this this, this trend of stupid tattoos What's this trend yes like, tattoos forever yes okay, but bad. but but just stupid unnecessary tattoos i blame brock lesnar when he got <laughs> that stupid tattooed down the front of his chest and it, it it just seemed like after that everybody every you know tom dick and harry Everybody has the tattoos are very common nowadays. They're, I I know, but year old guy. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. They're almost you know. It used to be back in the day. You know, it, it was the rebels who had tattoos. Now it's just everybody's. You know, it's almost like there's no thought put into them. Anyway, I don't like David Finley's tattoo on his back. I hate it. I think it's stupid. But I think that he's a a, a good wrestler, very promising, and I I really enjoyed this opening contest. I love how you sandwich the the compliments between the hatred. Uh, well, look, let's if we want to talk tattoos. I don't have a problem with his tattoo. Um, he I can get whatever it. the hell he wants. It's it's stupid. You love you love Randy Orton. Yeah, but he can pull. No, he's, that's a, that's a shitty tattoo. Those are shitty tattoos. No, you want to talk shitty tattoos? Scott Steiner, man, he's the right, king yes. of sh- shitty tattoos. But going on. All right, so th- those are the, yeah match. Uh, you 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 I I can't even say it was your typical young lions match because it really wasn't. It seemed like it had a little bit more juice to it. It seemed like it had a little bit more fire to it. Um. I'd be thrilled if I never saw a finish happen with a Boston Crab or a single leg Boston <laughs> Crab. It, it, it seems like the most deadly hold in the history of Young Lions. But okay, great, we're we're going that route. Uh, fine match, you know, typical time opening match, but but it seemed a little bit more fire, and and, and I enjoyed it, thoroughly enjoyed it. Nothing wrong with it, nothing terrible with it. It was it was good, solid. Next match featured Tiger Mask and Jushin Thunder Liger taking on Jay White and Tanaka. And man, you know, Liger was, was uh, pretty aggressive in this match. Just this, this was a rough Liger, wouldn't you say? Well, I mean, listen, he gets he gets grouchy. You know, he Uncle Jushin gets a gets a little gets a little vinegar in him, uh, and uh, you know, he wakes up on the wrong side of the bed and he starts slapping faces. And I like that. I I, I like that Liger. Um, I like that Tiger Mask. I I love the spot where Tiger Mask is, is 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 reaching for the ropes. He's caught in a leg lock and he's struggling to get to the ropes. And and Liger's outside and he and he can't he can't get in. You know he's getting blocked. But it was it wasn't over the top. It was very subtle. Love that spot. This this was the second my second favorite match of this of this show. Wow. Um, and that's and that's. You know, I, I, there was something about the way that they worked. They worked it smart. There wasn't anything crazy going on. There wasn't a lot of, you know, you're not going to jump out of your chair with, 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 you know, crazy, incredible moves. It was a solid tag match, worked smart with two veteran guys going against two younger guys. It worked exactly how it should be worked. Um, and again, Liger waking up on the wrong side of the bed. And he's, you know, he's got a problem with these young smartasses, and he's going to slap the taste out of their mouth. Loved it. Thought it was incredible. 
Um, and legitimately, you might think I'm crazy. You may think I'm crazy, but I'm I telling you, this, I would vote for this match and, and recommend this match as a September match of the month. I, I really feel that strongly about it. And if, you've, if you watch this show, watch this match again. Do me the favor and watch this match again. And, and you know, I, you know I, I think you're going to see some things that maybe you didn't before if, if, if you're on the fence about this, Colin. If you didn't see this match, I'm going to give you the old go out of your way to see it. It was really, really good. Short, it wasn't 30 minutes, but a great second match and a really uh, two strong matches to kick off the show. You know, we're going to talk a little bit later about um, ways that NJPW can improve this fledgling tag division. And I, I had a thought that crossed my mind while I was watching this match, as a matter of fact. How would you feel about Tiger Mask and Liger challenging for the junior tag titles? They had them before, if I'm not mistaken. The belts changed 20 trillion times. So I'm digging through this old fossil brain of mine to remember if Liger and Tiger Mask held it. And I believe they have. Um, I would have no problem, and I love I, I again I love them as angry, miserable old guys, you know, <laughs> just coming in and saying, "Ah, go fuck yourselves, you young whippersnappers," and then you know, a smack across the mouth. Uh, I, I think, I think they would add a dynamic to the junior tag division that's just not there right now. Um, there, there are these young, you know revolutionary, high-flying, you know, flippy-do tag teams in this division. And, I, and I, I, I understand that I just labeled, you know, all these great tag teams in one category, but I'm, I'm, I'm generalizing, guys. Right? Flippy-do, I love that. I know. Um, but to add that little dynamic of these, again, these two hard, grizzled, they've seen it all, they've been there, they've done that. I, I would like that. I would I would really think that would be interesting dynamic to, to add to this tag team division for the juniors. This next match had Juice Robinson, Mascara Dorada, Taguchi, Nakanishi, and Yuji Nagata taking on the team of Trent Beretta, Rocky Romero, Ghetto Yoshihashi, and Toru Yano. And I believe that uh, this was the comedy match that you were referring to uh, at, at at the beginning here. Yeah, I mean, I know last week, for those of you that uh, want to go back and delve into our awful shows from the past. Awful shows? I mean, I, 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 I wasn't part of any I, awful I, shows. They always like to undermine us. You know, I always <laughs> like to, 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 you know, if we're great, great. If we're not, well, I always like to say we stink. Oh, we're the best in the world, Damon. Come on. Well, thank we're the you best much. in the world at what we I do. <laughs> okay, so uh, we, we talked a little bit about comedy and, you know, it's not, it's not my thing. And it's certainly not why I'm watching New Japan. But gun to my head, you know, Colin made a good point that I do enjoy Yano, and I do. Um, but there's another one that sticks out to me that I really enjoy that, you know, it's debatable that you would consider him this comedy-type wrestler. But how about that Rocky Romero? Yeah, yeah. He, he, he's another example of, uh, I, I guess you can categorize him as a quote-unquote comedy wrestler who is uh, actually quite a good worker. And, He's incredible. Uh, He's really good and, and vastly underrated. And, you know, I, maybe he just works smart. You know, maybe he's, maybe he's the smartest guy in the, in the ring, you know, not killing himself 
doing these crazy moves that I, I really I just sound like like Jim Cornette on that one. Um, yeah, listen, he's a, he's a smart guy. I like his work, and and if you're gonna you know, put him into a Tupperware container of a category. Maybe he is a comedy wrestler. Maybe. So I enjoy him too. Yeah. And fun fact, I think Rocky Romero was actually one of the original guys who championed the relationship between Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah. So, you know, it's, so he's, he's not only uh, one of the better comedy workers, he's a, a trailblazer. Yeah, <laughs> in, apparently. In, in the relationship between New Japan and Ring of Honor. Well, good. I mean, uh, what did you think of uh, what did you think of our boy Juice? Yeah, I wanted to bring that up next. Um, I thought that uh, he put in a solid performance. Um, I'm I'm not sure that we saw him do enough in this match for me to give a definitive opinion on uh, his uh, NJPW run so far. But um, yeah, I, I I liked what I saw. I liked what I saw. Okay, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't, he didn't do nothing for me. Uh, there was. I, and again, you're he right. He didn't do much, though. That's the thing. Nope, he, didn't, he didn't do much at all. And you, when you get shoved and shoehorned in a, you know, what was that, five man? Yeah, one, four, two, three, four, five. Yeah. I mean, you're not, you're not going to do much. And listen, he's the guy that was uh, lying on the mat, looking at the lights. <laughs> he took the fall. So it's not like, you know, I hate when people say, "Well, he's protected and he's not," and you know, okay, whatever. But. He's the guy that took the fall. Yeah, I think Yoshihashi was the one that who picked correct. up the pinfall. That's correct. So, you know, I don't know. That had me raising my eyebrows, so to speak, at that at that finish. But uh, yeah, when he was in the ring, I, I I was wasn't like I was waiting to see the next Juice Robinson match. Let's put it that way. Um, not not given the opportunity to do a lot in this match. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I don't know where that's going and, and, I, and I'm not necessarily sitting on the edge of my chair waiting to find out where it goes. I was not impressed. Well, look, I think that he is going to be in a tag match on, uh, one, one of the nine, either the nine twenty three or the nine twenty seven card. I, I could be wrong about that, but, uh, yeah, you know, it's just a case of, we're going to have to wait and see what else he brings to the table here. But do you think, do you think he's better suited like where do you see him like I, I and i know it's hard to say and i kind of asked this last week but where, where where do you see him fitting in in this new japan pro wrestling because the biggest complaint i hear about new japan and talent is and and also be, this this noah relationship that they have is that there's too much talent right yes which boggles my mind i don't know how the fuck you can have too much talent but apparently you can have too much talent so there's too much talent, you know, and, and, uh, you know, we have KES over Noah, you know, now War Machine's going over there, Suzuki Gun's been over there. Why are we bringing him over, and what do you see his role moving forward? Because the man needs work, Damon. He's got a family (laughs) to feed. He needs work, so come on. Why is it, why is it New Japan's responsibility? I don't know. It just is. They're just the nice guys. No, seriously, I... I'm not exactly sure what would I see uh, Juice Robinson ultimately. I hate that name, by the way. Yeah, I so really do I. Hate that it's, name. it's bad. Well, wait, what, what, what was his name in NXT? I can't even remember. Uh, I, I look. You know what's funny? I can't <laughs> even remember what, it, what what his name was in it, NXT. Here's the thing: I never remember names. Colin, I went over my in-laws yesterday for like ten minutes. Right? 
I walk in the door. I had to drop off something. And my mother-in-law was there. Colin, I fucking forgot her name. <laughs> I spent 10 minutes trying to remember my mother-in-law's name. I, w- I, I And I was like shucking and jiving trying to, to, to not have to say her name. It was a lot of mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yep. How's it going? How's oh, everybody? you. I swear. I could not remember her name, but I know it. It's Carol. I'm stupid. But no, what was Juice Robinson's? Uh, C.J. Parker. Yeah, there you go. C.J. Parker. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what, what we're going to see him ultimately doing in New Japan. But, you know, like you mentioned last week, maybe we can find a good tag partner for him and he could add something to this division. Who knows? Uh, I don't know where he goes. I don't know. It wasn't. It, it wasn't a tremendous start. This. This was. And again, he didn't have the platform to really shine. He's in a f- ten-man tag for Christ's sake. I don't know what you're going to do with the guy. I don't think he, what he did in this was bad, though. Either uh, the limited no. amount of stuff that he did. You know, it, it wasn't anything revolutionary, but you know, he got he, he got some stuff in, and I, I'm, I'm I'm willing to give him another got, shot. Here's what he got in. Here's what he got in. And I took notes. I don't know if you know this, Kyle. I took notes. Well, that's because you're a broadcasting professional, Damon. <laughs> no, I just needed to remember. I things. took a few notes. I took a few. Um, he did the old, you know, jab, punch, jab, punch, jab, punch, jab, punch, big wind-up punch, right? The, the little dance, a little shimmy he did. Uh, he, he skinned the cat, didn't he? Um, he didn't do much. It wasn't like he came out there and he's, you know. He did the old uh, cannonball in the corner. Right, he did the cannonball in the corner. I mean, these are these are not the this this is day one pro wrestling school. What he did out there, and even then, it wasn't you know it wasn't anything tremendous. Again, he didn't have the platform to shine. But what I'm seeing, I I don't know where we go with this guy. I don't know I don't know what, what the plans are and what where we go. But if if we have this problem of we have too much talent, I don't know if Juice Robinson is helping that cause. Next match here, we had Sakuraba and Okada teaming up to take on the team of Cody Hall and Tama Tonga. Damon, b- besides being six foot eight, w- what else does Cody Hall have to offer us here? <laughs> uh, you know, going down this roster and you're looking at Cody Hall, it's easy for you to finger point and say, yep, you're you know, on the bottom of the list. He doesn't do anything for me. He does not do a thing for me, and and he's perfect bottom feeder bullet club member. Um, the the one that I kind of am scratching my head on is, and again, we talk about opportunities, and we talk about you know giving people a chance to shine. Tamatanga, now I know the, the 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 hot new thing and the hot you know opinion to have is. That you know, this guy's a breakout star, and he's got tons of talent, and he's got you know tons of potential. And okay, I, personally, I haven't quite seen that come to play yet. You know, like he looks good; he's got you know he's he's coming into his gimmick a little little more comfortable uh, with his little finger evil thing. And you know, he, I think somebody had called him. I never forget where I may have heard this or read this like a like he was doing a a, a dollar store Jimmy Snooker, you know. <laughs> um it Wait, might have been who's that? that I think but you know the one guy that always says the dollar store stuff is is Lanza. So I might have heard it on Jimmy Snooker. I never heard of the guy before. 
Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, right. Uh, but, you know, I would like to see him given an opportunity to really show what he can do. Uh, whether that's a never uh, shot, whether that's, you know, uh, a, a little bit more of a solidified tag run, you know, something. Because, you know, you constantly see him in these tag matches that really don't give him the opportunity to shine. And, you know, I, I'd like to see if, if what everybody's kind of mumbling about and what everybody's chit-chatting about when it comes to Tonga is, is, is the case. I, I'd really like to see a little bit more body of work before I start putting that tag on him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, think, I think for me, the, you know, the, the jury's still out on whether this guy is, is a top-tier talent or not. Here's what I think about Tama Tonga. You know, I, I've been saying for quite a while that he is uh, an underrated talent in New Japan. And how about this? How about next year's G1? We we take out uh, a guy who no one would really care. You know, <laughs> if we didn't see him compete in it again, like a like a Takahashi or maybe like uh, you know a Kojima or a Tenzan. Yeah. Stick Tama Tonga in there, and no, I, I mean, think he could have a good showing. Yeah, I, I put him in. You got to have a Tenzan. I, I, I know it pains you to hear that, but you got to have a Tenzan. I know, got, I know. You got to have a Kojima. The history that, that these guys, I mean, they're, the guy, they got to be in it. They've, Do they, you need they, a Takahashi, though? No. <laughs> see, no, there don't. you go. Take, take out Takahashi, uh, you know, swap him for Tamatanga and see what happens. Yeah, I would have no problem with that. I have zero problem with that. Um, where do I sign? Make it happen. <laughs> Next match here, Kushida, Kojima, Tenzan, and Hiroshi Tanahashi taking on the Bullet Club, Kenny Omega, Doc Gallows, Carl Anderson, and Padlock Fale. And, oh, my God, you know, before uh, Damon and I went on the air here, we were talking about Doc Gallows, who was just all over the place with the belt cock gimmick uh, on this evening. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I I just... I've I've had it with 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 the Doc Gallows. I've had it with the the, the face paint. I, I, and I've said it a trillion times before. For new listeners, uh, he's he's the he is the drizzling the, shits. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but he is to me the epitome of everything that I loathe in a pro wrestler. He's that's him. Um, and I, listen, if he's a nice guy, I don't know and all that, but. I can only go by what's what I see on, on, on my television and in front of me in the ring. And it's just, I just can't, I can't do it. Um, the, the, the belt cock wave thing <laughs> drives just, I really think, I, I, I think he's gone back and listened to old shows because I think, I think he's just trolling me at this point because every time the camera's on him, he's, 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 he's juggling. He's like, he's literally <laughs> is juggling his belt trying to get in the cock wave. <laughs> it's enough. We yeah, get it. it. it, it it's nonstop now. He can't stop doing it. He does it in the airport. He does it everywhere. Uh, he's <laughs> getting a burger. He's flopping his cock around. Well, whenever um, he comes out to, you know, I, I, I'm i not the biggest fan of his either, but I almost just laugh now because I think of you and how mad you probably are sitting there watching this bullshit. So. I, don't, I don't even get mad anymore. I don't even get mad anymore. Oh. I, I, It has gotten to the point where it's just an eye roll. It's just an eye roll at this point. I, I, and the face paint, I fuck. You hate that tattoo? Yes. I hate that fucking face paint yes. so much. <laughs> oh, it is 
it's like the fucking metal maniac, and you're not gonna get that. Maybe somebody will, but uh, just fucking brutal. I hate it. Um, let me ask you. Let me change the subject because I I don't want this to be a, a 20 minute rant about how I fucking hate. Dog we could Hill. easily go that route. I we could, and we're not. We're not gonna do it. Um, let me ask you this. Okay. Kenny Omega. Hilarious. <laughs> really. Yes. Okay. Talk to me about him because. Oh my God! Just you know, he comes out, you know, singing the entrance music and that little interaction he, he that he had with 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 the kid in the audience. I, I I think the guy's hilarious. Okay. Do you think he is a fit for the Bullet Club? Yeah, sure. Why not? I don't. I think he sticks out like a sore thumb. I, I and I and. Somebody's going to have to help me with this because I know he's, you know, he's heavy into the anime and the video games and and he's kind of the, the over the top kind of I don't want to say an anime character in, in a lot of his mannerisms. Yeah, I don't I, that doesn't do anything for me. Like to me, that, that's I don't like there's that that goes over my head and maybe that's not meant for me. Um, maybe that's meant for, you know, the Collins of the world who, you know. Wait a second. I, I, I'm I'm not an anime fan. I, I want to get that. You love your fucking Pokemon, dude. Well, yeah, but that. Ev- what, what is that? Everybody loved Pokemon back I in the day. I couldn't tell you a fucking thing about Pokemon. You know, I ev- couldn't tell you a fucking thing. Everybody, everybody loved the Bee Gees back in the day, but that didn't mean they were hardcore into disco. That's a shitty analogy. <laughs> <laughs> that is a shitty analogy, but it was the only thing I, I could I, think I, of. I don't know a fucking thing about Pokemon, dude. I got to be honest with you. I, I couldn't tell you. I know... I know you got to collect them, right? You know you got to collect them. Well, yeah, there were there were trading cards, there were video games, and you know, Damon, I I understand that you went to school back in the day, but before there was history for them to teach. Get the but- fuck history. <laughs> look, I just don't. It's not for me. You know, it's I don't I don't understand. It. And I'm not even saying that that's what he does. I, I don't. Is it? Is it? No, an- I, I I think that you are uh, accurate in saying that 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 is his gimmick. He's like an anime character. Um, he's like a. Dragon Ball Z character or something, right? I know that one thing where he's shooting the what was that from Street Fighter? Oh, the the the, the Shoryuken, yes, yes. The what? <laughs> the what? Shoryuken. Oh my god! I believe that's how Listen, you pronounce it. You can tell who owns a house and who doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, I I have a nice uh nice little apartment here. I know. You know. A little bachelor pad. The ladies yeah. coming over. Oh, oh yeah. Every, every night, you know. Really? You're watching? Old, old, watch, old, oldest ride, longest line. New Japan house shows, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. All how, right. how about the match itself here, though? Oh. You know, we're, 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 veering, we're veering way off course here. Um, how about this tag match itself? What do you, what do you think? Um, uh, it, it was fine. I had no problems with it. I think when Kushida and Kenny Omega were in, it was tremendous. Um, I think when Gallows was in the ring, uh, uh, it, the quality of the match dropped like a rock. Uh, it was like putting a thermostat in a freezer. <laughs> it was just... Um, but the minute you, you got Omega in and you got Kushida in, uh, you know, business picked up as a guy wearing a black 10-gallon hat would say. Um, I, 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 the, the, the end saw everybody getting lied out, laid out, lied out. Out. <laughs> right. So, you know, here we go. We're going to continue on the storyline. You know, I could give a shit about uh, Tenzan and Kojima against Anderson and Gallows for this tag straps. Could give a shit. No, uh, zero, 
my interest scale in that is zilch. Uh, so when they were in the ring, uh, I, I, I didn't, didn't care. Didn't care. Uh, Omega, Kushida, I think, are two of the, of the best in the business. And they uh, made that match what it was. And it was a good, solid match. It was fine. After Kushida and Omega have their uh, rematch for the title at Destruction, do you see, you know, d- depending on if Kushida retains, do you see Omega moving up to the heavyweight division? So I kind of had this thought, and I didn't want to let it out here. kind of wanted to wait till we got a little bit closer to when we talk about the previews for these these big shows. Um, I, I'm I'm one of those firm believers that Omega is not here to be a junior. You know, I really feel like he's one of those guys that is going to take that leap up to the heavies in a similar vein of with Kota Obushi. Do I see them in you know having a having a long term uh, program moving forward? I do. I'm I'm excited for that. I I want to see that. Uh, I just don't know how we, how we're going to get the point A to point B. Kushida, I don't think is losing this match, right? No, I, I don't. Th- I don't think he's losing the strap to Kenny Omega, right? I think Kenny Omega th- does not successfully capture the belt. With that said, he's not. You know th- those seeds that are planted already with Omega and Abushi. I don't think that they're going to be growing necessarily on this particular show or these particular shows with, with Abushi, who I think will win the Never title. Okay. So I don't think that that happens because it's kind of hard for Kenny Omega to have to make the transition of, well, I just lost to the junior, but now I'm going to challenge for the third highest belt in New Japan. Right. So I don't know if that's going to happen soon but let's keep in mind we only have a handful of months before we got the dome do i think it will happen yes yes i do i don't think it's going to happen on these shows i think omega loses i think kushida successfully defends i do think abushi wins the never title and i know we're spoiling our predictions till you know what are you doing damon i know i know i'm kind of letting a cat out of the bag but (laughs) it's you know i i don't see necessarily the Omega um, Abushi program connected on these shows. I agree with you. I I, I think that it's uh, gonna take uh, some growing time for Omega to make that transition into the heavyweight division if he is going to do that. Yeah, but it's not a lot of time. If 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 we want this for the dome, I mean, it's already we're to- we're already in September. I know we we are on the road to Wrestle Kingdom ten here. <laughs> we are on the. We're going to be pointing at the sign soon. <laughs> yep. Will there be pointing at the sign? But uh, Omega, I kind of feel the same way about him as I do about uh, Tamatanga. How about for next year's G One, we take out oh let's say Doc Gallows and we stick Omega in there? Would you be for that? Y- yes, and but but I put the asterisk here. These are my North American, I love work rate, and I put that in air quotes, kind of guy, right? Right. Japan's a different different deal. Guys, they like 
Doc Gallows over there. I know you said that he he's over there yeah, from what you saw, and I couldn't. I and and it and I and I had said this before that it doesn't necessarily translate to the television. But I'm looking around in Cork and Hall and, and at Sumo Hall, and I, my mouth's open. There's people are loving fucking Doc Gallows. He's he's a monster. He's he, I, he's they like him. So is is he one of those guys that I would love to not see in G1? Absolutely. Do I think that's that's going to happen? I don't know. And here's the thing too, you know, G1, you got to have people that lose. You got to have people that go, you know, four points, six points. You got it, right? Right. There's going to be winners and losers. Do we want? And and if Omega's in there, and if uh, Tonga's in there, you know those they're taking those slots. They're not going to go. You know, every year everybody wants Shabbat to win the fucking thing. Well, guess what? Shabbat is middle of the road because somebody needs to be middle of the road, right? <laughs> and next year is going to be no different. People are going to be picking Shabbat to, to win the whole I thing. Know. But, and that's cute and adorable, but it's not going to happen. Um, Ever. And, yeah. Well, not unless drastic changes happen, but that's not going to happen. But, you know, somebody's got to lose. Some If you got a tournament, tor- I hate the way I say tournament, tournament. If you got one of those things, somebody's got to lose, right? And I don't know if that's a good thing to have all these guys in there losing. You're going to have some sad people over here watching when Kenny Omega gets goes, you know, Six points or four points. You're going to have some sad people over here. The next match here on the card was actually my second favorite match of the night. And this had Shibata and Makabe teaming up to take on Naito and Kota Ibushi. And let me tell you something. This match, after this match, I am way more excited to see both of these uh, matches at Destruction. Shibata versus Naito and uh, Makabe versus Ibushi. Me too. I I am I am one hundred percent on the Colin Miller bandwagon with that one because, as again, we can look back on on tape, on tape, on digital. I'm not the biggest Naito guy with this new gimmick. Not not in love with it. Not not a big fan. This the sleepy Larry Zabisco Naito does nothing for me. With that said, I love the fact that it's Shibata. The, the the I don't give a shit ass kicker who's going to put this guy in his place. He's going to knock his teeth in. He's he's had enough of this of the shenanigans. So I'm I'm all in on this match. This this, this I'm really looking forward to this one. Uh, Makabe and now I say Makabe. How do you pronounce it? Uh, Makabe. Right. And I, but I hear like other people Makabe. Makabe. It's I, almost I, like macabre. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't know why. I, 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 that's the kind of thing I enjoy hearing. I don't know. But I'm a Makabe guy. So Makabe uh, and Ibushi. To this point, I haven't been overly thrilled with what I have seen so far. I thought that the mesh of styles um, would be a lot more interesting than it has been. And, I, and like I said, I saw them live, Sumo Hall. Wasn't that great? Um it was good. Wasn't great. It was. It left a lot on the table, in my eyes. That being said, let's let's see where we go. Let's see where we go with this 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 match because they're going to give them time. They're going to let them do what they got to do. Do I feel that Abushi uh, uh, wins the belt? Yes, I said that before. But Makabe, let's not count out Makabe here, right? He's he's a guy that could 
give you a solid, solid match. And Abushi is Abushi. He's on a wrestle of the year type year. A little recently been a little bit off course, but up until this point, he's he's been in the conversation and probably one of the top three guys. Let's not kid ourselves. So can we get a really good match out of both these guys? Yeah, I think so. I haven't seen it as of yet. This match helped in kind of getting me a little bit more amped up for it. Yes, I, I think at the big destruction show, we're gonna get at, at, at the very least a four star match out of Abushi and Makabe. Oh. We're 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 doing snowflakes, are we? Oh yeah, hot hot take Colin here, uh <laughs> given given four snowflakes to <laughs> Abushi versus Makabe. I, I I think these guys have a really um interesting kind of uh dynamic working together that I think was really made evident by this match. And I don't know, it it just got me a lot more excited to uh see this title match at, at destruction. And going back to what you said about uh the Shibata Naito thing. I love this storyline. You know, this this is the battle of the the two don't give a fuck guys, but mm-hmm. both of them don't give a fuck for different reasons. You know, you know, Shibata is just I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna kick your teeth down your throat and Naito's you know uh, what is Naito? Naito, I I've said it time and time again here, and I know you're gonna you're not gonna like this. You're not gonna understand this reference. He is the uh, Ashes Charizard of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Ugh. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> Other people will, will understand what I'm talking about here. All right, whatever. Uh, listen, I don't get it. Um, here, and here's the thing, too. I don't want to see Naito in another tag match. I don't want to see him in another tag match. Me neither. It makes no sense. Why would anybody tag with him? Why, why would Ibushi, I mean, if we're playing, you know, kayfabe, <laughs> why would anyone tag with him? Yeah, because they know that they're going to get right? the shitty end of the stick. It makes no doubt. So why, if I'm a Kota Obushi and I come to Cork and Hall and I see the lineup and it's like, I got to tag with this motherfucker? No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just makes no sense. But yeah, these two, uh, this match helped set up these two single matches. Uh, it did its job. Fine match. I had no problems with it. The main event here is a match that I will, you know, tell all of our listeners definitely go out of your way to see. If you don't if you don't watch this entire show, which I recommend that you do. If if but if you only watch one match, uh this this was a killer match with Honma and Goto taking on Ishii and Nakamura. Uh, I mean, just on paper it sounds delicious, doesn't it? Oh, <laughs> I mean, just, come on. just just on paper. Mm. Um I you know, you have you know, Hamna, you have uh, Ishii kind of locking horns again in Cork and Hall. I'm sure that Ishii wanted a little revenge for his loss to Hamna during the G1. It's four guys that legitimately are at the top of their game having a tag match that you know, has the dynamics, you know, little little spots, the headbutt spots, the 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 chop fest between Hamna and, and, and Ishii that they did similar in in in, the, in their G one match. It's a great match. You know, I, I've seen four stars thrown around. I've seen higher. I've seen you know, I, I haven't seen anything lower than four. Let's put it that way. Um, and and again, this is a road two show, guys. You know, this is this is those hand wave. I'll catch it when I can. Watch this match. This is a good match at least four stars right Colin oh yeah for sure and it's it's funny because this was I I originally wasn't going to watch this entire show I was just gonna watch this match but you know I I I remembered 
okay, we're, we're, we're doing the New Japan Bureaucast. I have to be the consummate professional, and I have to, you know, uh, consume this entire show. And I'll tell you what, I'm glad that I did. I had an enjoyable time from top to bottom, and th- th- this match, yeah, I agree. You know, four four snowflakes. Yeah, don't 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 make me read the text messages back and forth. Yeah, don't don't make me read the. Uh... We'll do it. <laughs> I mean, it was basically, hey, did you watch the show? Yeah, I watched it. It's good. And okay, I'll watch it tonight. And then the text message just came of, wow, that was a great main event. You know, uh, uh, oh my, you know, damn. Uh, you know, listen, I'm reading text messages now. And I don't, nobody gives a shit, but. Road to shows usually are what they are. Come to find out this one is a hidden gem. Go out of your way to watch it. So on uh, that note, this is all leading up to the 923 and the 9:27 destruction shows. Um, and that is going to be not this coming Wednesday, but next Wednesday. Uh, the first one's destruction in Okiyama. Um, you know, we, we, we don't want to do uh, right now a whole, uh, you know, build up to this show. No, no predictions here, but we'll, we'll get to them before. Yeah. No predictions here. But um, what's the uh, the one match? Uh, let's let, let's say but besides Makabe versus Ibushi, what, what's the one match that you're really looking forward to on this card? I, I, I got to be honest with you. It's that, you know, that that match to me. It, it, I really think that there is something there that that we haven't quite tapped into yet. And 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 for me that dynamic of big bull lighter weight guy trying to make a name for himself as a heavyweight. The guy won the New Japan Cup, stepping stone. This belt stepping stone. I mean, it's kind of odd that the guy co-headlined the the Tokyo Dome with Nakamura, mind you, right? And then, you know, it feels like he's now has to re regain his worth, so to speak, in the heavyweight division. But I like the story that's involved here. I like I like the 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 fact that it's this, you know, guy who's perceived as a junior is now taking his really first big step and big test against the heavyweight. I, I like this match a lot. I, I can't say that that you know, I'd be lying to you if I said that this is the, the, not the one match that I'm really looking forward to seeing. You know what's kind of funny about Abushi is that he looks so young, but most people don't realize the guy is like 32 or 33 years old. Yeah, well, you know, he's got those, that boyish charm. Yeah, I, I just thought that <laughs> I just thought that was an interesting, uh, interesting thing to make note of because people think of Abushi as this young up and comer, which he is. You know, right. th- thirty-two is not. He's not over the hill, but no, he's, he's probably in his prime. You know, I would I would say for the years that he's put in, you know, and and you know, barring major injury, I mean, obviously he had his concussion problems earlier, um, the, before not the G one that just passed, but the one before. You know, barring major injuries, you know, he's got the future's so bright, Colin. He's probably got to wear shades. Yeah, he's got to wear shades. Mm. The main event for that 927 show, of course, is going to have Goto defending his IWGP Intercontinental Championship against Shinsuke Nakamura, a let's, man I, who. I'm uh, sorry, not to cut you off, but let's go. I need I need to go on record here. I did say a week ago, two weeks ago, that I I said Goto is 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 defending and and retaining that belt. 
Nakamura is not winning that belt. It's not going to happen. Mark, okay, so you word. so you don't think Nakamura is going to win back the strap I here? I don't think so. I I really don't. I I and and again, it's hard for me to swallow the fact that Nakamura is losing three times in big shows to Goto. Yeah, I, I don't think I know, it's going to happen. I I just don't see Goto losing, and 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 it's more of. I can't believe that they would do that so that they're going to do that. <laughs> you know, uh, every time I think that it's a slam dunk, it's never a slam dunk. And I think this is one of those opportunities where everyone feels it that Nakamura, how could he not? This is, this is, it just, you know, it's the cards are laid out that he's winning. And I just have this gut feeling that because it's so in front of our faces that this is the way it is. This is not the way it's going to happen. And maybe maybe I'm overthinking it, but I really think that Goto Goto needs to win. It's it's amazing. Nakamura could could lose 3 times. 3 times he could lose and still not really have any damage from it. He really won't. He could lose again and it won't matter to him. He's not going to lose much luster, right? He's not going to get dinged and dented by getting a, another loss. To Goto, whereas Goto still, I feel, needs to have this win. I agree with you. I think that Goto needs this win a lot more than Nakamura needs this win. And that's amazing, considering that this, this will be number three, right? Yeah, yeah, I think this will be number three. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, he he won it at uh, uh, Dantaku. You were there. I was there. <laughs> Successfully defend. <laughs> I, love, I love it when you shove that in. Um, <laughs> I have to. Uh, all the memories. Um, oh, Fukuoka. Uh, again, I can't think. Can you? I. Um, it on paper. If I if I think about it, it makes no sense. You know, how could he lose three times? Nakamura doesn't need to win. And that's amazing. That's that speaks volumes to Nakamura. That just we're talking another level with Nakamura. He he could lose three times to the same fucking guy, and it's not gonna hurt. It's not gonna hurt him. Goto, on the other hand. He kind of needs that belt. Yeah, and, you know, thinking ahead, you know, m- months and months ahead to Wrestle Kingdom, I think that initially I, I had Nakamura, um, I picked him to win this match because I thought that he would defend the IC title once again in a co-main event at Wrestle Kingdom. But, you know, with the, with everything that we just said, I, I, I hope that you're right about Goto retaining here. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, he need he. I don't want to beat the dead horse, but I think he needs to win more than Nakamura does. And once again, I think it's I think it's absolutely amazing that a guy like Nakamura could lose three potentially lose three times in in trying to get this belt, and and still not lose any of his luster. Well, speaking of Nakamura, Damon, he is up for the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame this year. So, what, what do you think? You know, I n- disclaimer time. I've been a, a, a observer subscriber since the late '80s, um, consistently. There have been months where I haven't subscribed, but I was, you know, I was getting the paper, you know, paper newsletter, the physical newsletters, right? I mailed every Saturday. You're old waiting. school, brother. Yeah, I mean, I'm old school. I mean, I, I got the I got the scars on my fingers from that fucking staple. Oh, 
cone, that fucking staple. He would fold it in half and staple it in the middle. And you could never get the fucking staple out. I, 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 have, I probably have more observers right now in my office that have blood stains on it <laughs> than I don't because of this, this fucking staple. Ugh. Brutal. Uh, so, you would, uh, you know, I've been a subscriber. I've never voted. And I will say that I've never voted in the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame. There were two years that I did get emails, but I did not vote. And truth be told, I don't know why. It was probably pure laziness. <laughs> um, but I, but and and it wasn't recently. It was it was a I think in the nineties. So with that said, um, I'm not a huge Hall of Fame guy. I, I, I like the issue when it comes out. I like reading the, the bios. But to me, I'm, I'm not a huge – and that's not really in any sport. Like I'm not a huge hockey Hall of Fame guy or a baseball Hall of Fame guy and who should be in and who shouldn't. It, it, it's really not my thing. I'll be truthful. But um, I, I like the fact I, – I like the – I don't necessarily like partaking in the conversation, but I like hearing the conversation. I like to hear people's you know, reasons why somebody should be in – and shouldn't be in. I, I kind of do enjoy that, but I'm not one to throw in my two cents, shockingly, right? <laughs> shockingly. I don't have an opinion on that. With that said, the big thing with the Observer is, you know, the 60%, right? That's tough to get. Right? So you got to get 60% of that vote to get in the, in the Observer Hall of Fame. That's number one. Number two, Nakamura's got a lot left on the plate. You know, he's, he's only on the ballot because he's 35, right? So 35, 10 years, um, and I'm reading from the Observer, 35, 10 years um, at a major level. So he's got to be at least 10 years at a major level, whatever that means, um, and 35 years old to get, to get on the ballot. So he's on. Uh, I, I, I think he's a definite Hall of Famer, Colin. I, I, I think that he, he – the thing with the Observer – Hall of Fame is that you know you can choose what categories you vote in. So you can vote in historical North America. You can vote in modern day North American wrestling. You can vote in Japan. Like I like if I voted, I would probably stay in that wheelhouse. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't know fuck all about lucha. I don't know anything about lucha. Like literally, we opened the show talking about lucha. Like you could have said it was Joe Schmo and Larry Mask. I, I wouldn't know. Those might have been the guys that the oh, Bullet that Club right? faced. Fantastic. <laughs> um, I, I don't know anything about it. So I would, I would definitely not be voting in, in Lucha categories. Um, Europe, nothing. I, I know nothing. I know Big Daddy only because I know Big Daddy. And if, what does that mean? You know, maybe he should be in the Hall of Fame. He's not. Uh, this year, the, new, the newbies uh, that need 60% SEMA. So uh, from uh, Dragon Gate, he's been there forever. Uh, I'm not a huge Dragon Gate guy in the sense that, not that I don't like the promotion. I really love what I when I watch when I watch Dragon Gate, I love what I see. You would love Dragon Gate, Colin. I need you, to watch more Dragon Gate. You would love Dragon Gate. Um, if if any if anything is in your wheelhouse, that's it. Um, I've, I've watched Dragon Gate USA before. Nah, 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 nah. Not the same. Back Not in the, the, the John Moxley days, but <laughs> right now, go get, get find some stuff. You know, there's there's plenty of stuff. Um, I think his name is Case. Case Low does a lot of stuff for Voices of Wrestling. 
Um, he's he's kind of like a go-to Dragon Gate guy. So hit him up on Twitter. Um, he's he he he'll give you the knowledge on that. But and I don't know much about it to be truthful because I don't watch enough of it to really form a great opinion of it. But what I do watch, and I and it's only because um, I just don't have the time. You know, I just don't have the time to do it. But I wish I did because I, what I do watch is pretty pretty amazing stuff. Okay, so with that said, so he's he's a lifer Dragon Gate guy and and one of the top guys. Uh, Daniel Bryan is is this year, um, and the big talk about Daniel Bryan is you know a lot of his work and a lot of his great work and a lot of what he is known for in professional wrestling was on an indie level, um, and if that will help or hurt him, and I don't want to get in that debate here, but uh, Big Show is also there. <laughs> Your boy. Randy Orton. Randy, that's right. Is on the is on the ballot. Uh Ricky Starr. I don't know too much about Ricky, even though you know I'm an old timer. I don't really know that much, um, to be truthful. And Bob Geigel, who was a promoter with the NWA. Um so sixty percent is what you need, Colin. Um he's got he's got everything going for him. And I think the one thing that he has going for him, and I know that there are people that bleed over. And what, what do I mean by that? I think there are, there are people that vote in different categories that may not be experts, but vote based off of I know him level. And I see – and there are a lot of Observer subscribers that really only watch North American stuff. There's a lot of people in the wrestling business that don't watch New Japan, that don't watch you know, Dragon Gate, that don't watch All Japan, that don't watch – hell, they don't even watch – you know, major indies. They don't even watch, watch Ring of Honor. So, you know, I think that that actually plays a factor in a positive way for Nakamura. Nakamura is one of those guys, you know, there's only a handful of guys that get in on the first ballot, you know, the first time out of the gate. Liger being one of them. Right? That's right. Muda, I believe, was one of them. Uh, Kabashi was one of them. Uh, and I'm talking Japanese guys. And I think the, the reason why those guys got in, aside from being, you know, some of the biggest names in, in their respective eras, is they have some name and, and some connection with the U.S. audience. And I think Nakamura is one of those guys. Jim Ross knows who the fuck Shinsuke Nakamura is. And I guarantee you Jim Ross has watched more than one Shinsuke Nakamura match. Yeah, he's right. he's had conversations with Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, although he calls I, him Shinsuke. I know. Well, listen, it's, it's <laughs> Jr. Uh, but even even that being said, you, I don't think there's there that that he's doing the same for Kota Obushi. No, I don't. I don't think he's doing the same thing for Cena. I don't think he's doing the same thing for, you know, Yuji Nagata, right? He just doesn't have that crossover appeal that Nakamura definitely has. You were at these Ring of Honor shows with the New Japan. I was there. Hands down, it wasn't even close. Nakamura is the most over guy there. Oh, biggest pop of the night. Come on. He he transcends Japanese professional wrestling right now more than just about anybody I can really think of, right? I really feel like he transcends more than Liger did in the 90s, right? I feel like he transcends more than Muda may have, right? 
I think that he has that advantage to him. So if he's looking for 60%, he's going to get those. I don't really follow the product as hardcore as I should, but I know who the fuck Shinsuke Nakamura is. And I've seen more than a handful of matches to say, yeah, he's a great talent. He's got the work rate aspect down. He's, you know, he's got the in ring down. I know if I know who he is, he's hall of famer. Boom. And then there you go. So I think he's going to get a lot of those straggly votes of people who are on the fringe, casual watchers of New Japan, who I love. I think, I think you know, and I think, truth be told, I think that that's what this show kind of will appeal to in the long run. Absolutely. You know, I think and there's I, nothing wrong with that. No, I'm, I'm all for it. And I, but I, I think that of anybody who has the luxury of that on this list, Shinsuke is, is that guy right now um, of having enough crossover to, to, to pull it. Let's put it this way. Is there a guy in Japan who watches a little bit of U.S. stuff that's going to vote for the fucking big show? <laughs> Probably not. No. Is there a guy in Japan that's going to vote for Randy Orton? Yeah, maybe. No. I don't think so. But I think if you flip it, are there going to be some guys that have a bout that got an email from Big Dave and said, hey, vote on this Hall of Fame, and they're going to throw their two cents in on the Japan stuff. They're going to put a notch next to Shinsuke? Yep, absolutely. Now, the only thing that's holding him back, and I know I'm going on a long rant, and I'm talking fast, and I do that because I get very passionate. This is going to turn into the Yujiro conversation from last week. <laughs> it's not. A half hour. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry. Uh, of me rambling. Um, and chime in anytime you want, Colin. Um, the only thing that's holding him back is not if he's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. He will be in the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame. It's, is he getting in first ballot out of the gate? And I think that the, that the thought process might be with people is that he's got plenty left in the tank, and we can always wait to put him in. Well, yeah, that's kind of my train of thought, too. You know, obviously Nakamura is not going to be hanging it up anytime soon, hopefully. So, you know, he's going to have other opportunities to get in his Hall of Fame. However, you know, he's at the height of his charisma era right now. And a part of me kind of just is of the mindset of why the hell not put him in? Okay, let's just say uh, he's making a protein shake. He, a blender, shoot, stay with me, a blender shoots up and cuts his jugular vein. He bleeds to death in the, in the dojo, and he's dead. This happens tomorrow. You should write for horror movies, Dave. That, that, that's a pretty, <laughs> pretty, that's a pretty creative uh, death. All right, all right. I like it. Uh, do you like that? Um, you put him in? Yeah, yeah why not? Okay, I, I agree. I I I think right now Shinsuke Nakamura is Hall of Fame. There's no reason not to. I can't think of a reason not to. Again, the only thing is is that people will pump the brakes to say, you know, there's time. Maybe there's other people that are more, you know, with the Observer, there there are people that fall off the ballot. Like one year was the Midnight Express was on the bubble, or the Rock and Roll Express too. They were on the bubble. It was like their last year, and it was either they either had to get the votes. Well, they're not getting the fuck in, right? And and you 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 can only be on the ballot so many years before you fall off. You have to get fifty percent of the vote, or anyway, there's there's ways that Dave weeds out, you know, people staying on a ballot. 
So you don't have to go in on the first ballot, and you can stay on for a significant amount of time, but you need to have a certain amount of votes to stay on the ballot. Rock and Roll Express were at the end of that run. So it was either they were going to make it or not. Well, there was a, quite a few years that they were on the ballot where they were on the fence, right? Junkyard Dog being another example. Um, again, guys that were just Dick Murdoch, guys that were on the fence uh, with voters and just hung on the ballot. Um, and that's, I think, might be the train of thought of, well, you know what? We can wait for Nakamura. Maybe I put my vote toward somebody who's on the fence this year. Well, I, I, either way, I think that uh, I, I see no reason why Nakamura shouldn't go in this year. But, you know, like I said, on the other hand, he's hopefully got a lot of years left in the tank, and uh, there will be other opportunities to get him in there. So you're saying yes, he gets the votes? I'm saying yes, he gets the votes. I'm saying yes as well. All right, well, th- well, there you have it. Hot take from Damon <laughs> and Colin. Nakamura is going to go in the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame this year. Uh, fine by me. I'm, I'm all in. Now, Damon, bef- b- before you uh, took up all of our time there, you know, going off on that, 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 that endless rant, I did want to talk a little bit about the tag division here. You know, we, we, we've been talking about this the past few weeks, about how oh, piss poor New Japan's tag division has been for a while now and uh this kojima tenzon tag team isn't the way to fix it here i'm not particularly excited about their match against anderson and gallows on uh, the destruction show at all but um hopefully you know maybe the briscoes will be coming in soon um i i i know that we had debated whether they're going to come in as heavyweights or whether they're going to be junior heavyweights. And last week, we also talked a bit about, well, what if a guy like Michael Elgin, you know, came in, you know, and you put him with somebody? And how about that? Well, listen, a couple thoughts on that. One, you're right. This tag division, and, and I think everyone is in agreement that something drastic needs to happen with this tag division because it, it is it is hands down the biggest disappointment when it comes to New Japan product. I would go so far as to say that I would currently take, and again, I don't want this to be you know bleeding over into other areas. I would take current WWE tag team division over New Japan's tag team division. I'm going to agree with you there. I would take it. I would take it right now. Where do I sign? I would take Noah. I would take the the KES uh, war machine uh, battles that that will ensue. I would take that hands down, swap it out right now for what we currently have right now. Uh, To me, it boggles my mind why those two wouldn't be here in, in New Japan as, as opposed to Noah. Um, I, I, would, I would do anything to have the flip-flop. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I think with these Ring of Honor shows coming up at, at the beginning of next year that the December Tag Team Tournament is a really good way to kind of showcase the Ring of Honor guys in this Tag Team Tournament, uh, the Briscoes being the, the first people that I think of, to, to kind of get them going in this tag division. I think they have to be heavyweights. I, don't, I, I think it would be silly to have them floundering around in, in, in with the juniors. See, I don't, I don't think they're going to come in as heavyweights, though. I just have yeah, that I feeling. Don't. I just have yeah. that feeling. 
I, I can't imagine. I, 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 I pray that, that 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 won't happen. But let's just assume that it doesn't. Let's just assume that we, we we're talking about the Briscoes in the heavyweight division. So you got that. Uh, you know, can KES finally come home? Maybe. How about a guy, but like like uh, Watanabe? Watanabe is sitting in you know central New Jersey, waiting for the fucking phone to ring. You know what I hope? This is what I hope. I hope that in the next month, that this poor guy gets a, a package, an envelope from New Japan Pro Wrestling, and inside that envelope is a plane ticket one way to Tokyo. And a note that says, I'm sorry, <laughs> because what the fuck is this guy doing just laboring here with the picking up random shitty indie dates? Bring him home. Make him a part of this tag division. It'd be a perfect fit. And I don't know if you saw this, Colin. Last night, him and Michael Elgin tore down the fucking house for Ring of Honor in Chicago. I was about to uh, go into that. You know, uh, Michael Elgin is, is actually a part of this classic Japanese pro wrestling Facebook group that we've been talking about. And uh, he made a recent post saying that Wantanabe is a great pro wrestler. Yeah, I, 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 listen, I don't, I don't think it would be a vast improvement to see him come back for this tag team tournament. Right? Uh, now, that's the time. You bring back the Ring of Honor guys, you bring back Watanabe. Let, let, let's do this, okay? Um, you know, I was always a big fan of these, you know, uh, MSG tournaments, the tag tournaments back in the day in, in New Japan, you know, uh, Adonis and Murdoch and uh, uh, Fujinami and, and Akira Maeda. Um, and, and it was Anoki and uh, Hogan, right? So Hogan was the, the big foreigner coming in, tagging with the, the big guy. You know, you know and, you know, put Elgin... Bring Elgin back for, for the tag tournament. You know, bring him back. Have him tag with. Well, I mean, I don't know if you put him with Chaos. I don't know if you put him with Okada. You can put him with Tanahashi. What are you going to do? You're going to put fucking Tanahashi and Captain New Japan together? Who gives oh. a shit? <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's make this interesting. Let's 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 do an Elgin Tanahashi. Elgin well, Tanahashi. Elgin. Hey, that that's a tag team I would pay to see. I would. You know, listen. Let's let's make this interesting. I don't want to see Captain New Japan in this fucking tag tournament. I don't want to see him. Right? Yeah, the gigantic yeah. purple peep running at you. <laughs> right? I don't need that. You know, let's. I want Kes. I want Watanabe. I want the Briscoes, and I want something interesting. You know, War uh, with Michael Elgin. You know what? Elgin was talking about um, Ishii. Yeah, um, you know, Michael Elgin Ishii tag team. He had mentioned that in 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 uh, you know in conversation. I, I don't think it's uh, you know I think I can safely say that he you know he he went to the New Japan Brass and 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 pitched it to them of a of a Elgin and Ishii. I would I would do backflips for that. I would do I would do cartwheels. So any way that they went with 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 Elgin being brought back, um, and and again, hopefully it's for this tag tournament. Um, who knows? He. The last thing I heard from Michael Elgin is that there was no uh, dates set. He had no idea as of as of right now. Nothing was officially announced of him coming back. He said that there was interest, and that was it. We all know he's coming back. We all know he's coming back. He's got to come back. Come on, if, if if they could bring in Juice Robinson, they can certainly <laughs> bring Michael Elgin back. Right, and I think, like I said, I think this tag tournament 
is a perfect way to get everyone fired up, get everybody ready to rock and roll for the dome, right? And also breathe, breathe some new life into this tag team uh, division that so desperately needs it. I gave the hot take, I don't know if it was last week or the week before that, that we will absolutely see Elgin at the Dome show. So who knows? Maybe it'll be uh, in the form of a tag team. Uh, maybe. You know what? I'd be thrilled. I'd be happy with that. Let's let's start there. Let's let's just get some fire in this tag division that's going nowhere fast. This the Tenkozy and 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 guns and ga- come on. No interest. Enough. No interest whatsoever. Enough. I've ha- I've had it. Oh, and speaking of Michael Elgin, just really quick, big congratulations to him. Uh, he and his wife had their first child, uh, a son named Jax that was uh, born last Friday, I think. And I, I only hope that he named him Jax after the uh, Mortal Kombat character. Oh. <laughs> another another reference that went right over old man McDonald's head. Uh, I'm not that old. I mean, come <laughs> on. But I'm not. All right, go on, go. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just throwing that out there. You know, congratulations to him and yes, his wife. Congratulations, and- Michael Elgin. I hope you didn't name your child after a video game. <laughs> I was joking. I was joking. But just a few other uh, miscellaneous notes I want to throw out here. Uh, you know, we, we had announced last week that Takahashi was off the current tour due to a neck injury, and that was confirmed that, that he did suffer that during the G1 tournament. So, hey, Damon, maybe Takahashi worked harder than we gave him credit for. <laughs> he, he didn't do, I mean, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't or maybe like he was shit. just sloppy. <laughs> you know, maybe he had a rough night with your girl. Hey, uh-huh. Yeah, hey. <laughs> you know, maybe he's just he's just you know working the working the boys. Um, yeah, I you know I, I I'm not gonna miss him. Sorry, I'll leave it at that. I'm Our not friend go will on, miss I, him. I'm not, I'm not. I know that you're giving me the 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 hanging curveball for me to go on a, on a, on a Takahashi. I'm not going to do it. I'm dangling the carrot in, in front <laughs> of you. Just, I'm not going for it. You know, my, I'm, I'm sorry he's hurt. We, I wish him the best. I'm not going to miss him. The September 4th opening uh, show of this tour at Korkuen only did a, a, a gate of um, 1577, uh, yeah. which isn't, a, you know, for, for an opening night, opening night of a tour, that, that, that's not great. No, but it's a shit show. Right. It was a shit show. Uh, if I'm in Tokyo, I'm not going to that show. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not paying 70 yen or 70,000 yen for that shit show. No way. And and I know every, Dave's all up in arms. Oh, well, you know, that's you know, trouble in paradise with New No, it's not. They gave him nothing. There's nothing on that show. At least with this show on paper, there was some, there was the, the, the September 11th one. There was some decent things on paper, right? It, it wasn't. It wasn't hard. That that previous show that drew fifteen hundred, and let's be honest here, fifteen hundred is not a bad crowd for 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 Cork in it. It's you, you, that just means they're not pushing people in with a shoehorn. Um, and who knows what the fuck was going on out there? Why there were that could have been walk up. I'm not making excuses, but relax. That was a shit show, and I'm surprised they got eight hundred people for that goddamn show. I didn't watch it. No, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't listen. What does that tell you? I wouldn't sit on my couch. With a fucking beer and watch that show. I just wouldn't. It's just, come on. I'm, I'm shocked 1,500 people showed up. Um, there, obviously, there were 1,500 homeless people. <laughs> what do you think of New Japan running in uh, Taiwan this fall? Um, o- o- October 18th, they're going to be there, actually. Yeah, they've done it before. They, did, have they done it in Taiwan? I think they've done it before, but I think yeah, that when- this is Abushi's first appearance there. Great. Um, he'll get ladies. You know, oh, for sure. Fall on. 
Um, I, great. I mean, if it helps make New Japan money, awesome. I, I, the big thing that I would care to be truthful is if they're televised. You know, if if they're if they're made available in New Japan. That's world. what I'm I'd be, wondering. I'd, I'd be curious to see those. But aside from, it's another revenue stream. Good, great. Uh, I'm I'm all in. I don't care if they go to, you know. I don't care where they go, as long as money comes in and, you know, fine. It's a good thing. So we were talking last week about uh, that Tenru match. Did you watch it? No, I didn't get I didn't get around to watching it yet. But you know, we 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 were talking about how it was a a sad reminder to you of our mortality as as human beings. Yes. But you know, he's he's got this match with Okada coming up in November, I believe it is November fifteenth, mm-hmm. and he recently said that the reason he chose Okada is because Okada won two Tokyo Sports MVP awards in a row, and apparently he was only the fourth wrestler ever to do that. So Tenru versus Okada, November fifteenth at Sumo Hall. Um, is is he saving you know all of his energy for, for for that you know one last hurrah with the champ? No, because he's got Muda um, earlier. He's got he's got That's Muda right. before that. So you know, again, Tenru is one of my favorites, guys. You know, he's 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 up there. He's on he's on the Mount Rushmore, I think. So I'm I'm saying this with a tear in my eye. That Okada's got his work cut out for him. You know, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be interesting. There's gonna be a lot of smoke and mirrors, I'm sure. But it's the it's about the aura. It's about the magic. It's about the moment. It's about you know. It's I'm not going into this with a with a notepad and a pencil, ready to give out stars. That's not what this is about. This is about you know a legend going against one of the top guys in the business today. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be enjoyable. It's going to be sad. You know, I watched this, that last match and it was, it was tough to get through just seeing what father time will do to a person. But, uh, I'm watching it. Uh, I'm sure that the usual suspects will have it up, um, in due time when, uh, right after it goes live. So, and, and I know everybody's interested in seeing it. So, um, we'll have a full review when that, when that goes live. I'm going to give this minus five stars, Damon. I'm, I'm, I'm going to critique everything Tenru does. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to just shit all over this match. You're a terrible person, Colin Miller. One more note I wanted to talk about. Uh, we, we were talking last week or the week before that about uh, this match that Tanahashi had working uh, for DDT against Harashima. Mm. And uh, some more news is coming out about that, about you know Tanahashi's attitude afterwards and how he was uh, pretty disgusted, more or less. Yeah, I was under the impression that, you know, it was pro wrestling and Tanahashi was, you know, and and again, I uh, I, I mentioned the, the voices of the wrestling crew, Rich and, and Joe may, had made mention, and I agree that it felt like the match was worked in a style that, you know, Tanahashi had his heel boots on, so to speak, and, uh, you know, working that subtle... I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm, I just won the goddamn G1, and I'm working for fucking DDT. Um, <laughs> he, he had that feeling going into the ring. So, you know, I had the, the feeling that it was a, uh, a part of, part of uh, the storyline, if you will. Well, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people that I respect, 
you know, when I when I hear things come out of their mouths, they're saying that no, it doesn't seem to be. It seems to be uh, you know a legitimate problem there. So whether it's a you know whether it's part of that storyline or if it's not, I, I think it's I, I I think it's very uncharacteristic of of Tanahashi to do something like that. He, it's not like he hasn't worked for DDT before. It's not like uh, you know Okada hasn't worked for DDT, and it's not like they don't have this partnership with Kota Ibushi and you know the agreement there that you know Kota Ibushi still isn't really a full-time New Japan guy. He's, he does a lot with, with, with DDT. Um, I think it's odd. I think it's kind of, uh, kind of strange. I still, if you, if, again, gun to my head, do I still think that it's pro wrestling? Yeah, I do. Uh, but I think it's strange that people that, you know, I respect and, and, you know, I'll, I'll perk up when they mention something have mentioned that this doesn't seem to be pro wrestling. How about this? How about maybe Tanahashi as a human being who, you know, bleeds and has emotions. Maybe he was just having a bad night. <laughs> maybe How about he, that? Maybe him and Liger were on the same, same, maybe they both need new mattresses. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're just, they're, they're pissed. Their backs hurts. Their neck hurts. They, they just, you know, They've just had enough. Yeah, you know, maybe, 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 Colin. You know, it. You figure the guy just got done G one, and now he's got to go lumber his fucking shit. You know, down yeah, to sumo hall on. again, and come on. you know, yeah. Listen, I, it's funny because well, maybe it's not funny, but I'm going to give you a quick story. So the Pope, uh, like the Pope, is coming to Philadelphia, and that's where I'm based out of. And they're shutting down the entire goddamn city. I mean, they are. Roads are closed. Major bridges are closed for three days. It's going to be a zoo in the city. Oh, yeah. But I was talking uh, to my wife, I think it was, and uh, it was, I wonder if the Pope is sitting at home like with his friends, and he's like, and his friends are like, hey, you know what? We should hang out next weekend, watch a movie. And he's like, yeah, that sounds really, ah, shit. I got to go to fucking Philadelphia. <laughs> ah, God ah, damn it. <laughs> I'm sure, maybe you're right. Maybe that's, this is, maybe... Maybe the maybe Tanahashi is being Pope esque. Yeah, maybe maybe Tanahashi's uh, taking a page out of old Pope Francis's book. Speaking of which, I'm, I wonder if the Pope listens to this podcast. And he I wonder, doesn't. I, I wonder if he's if he like really followed the G1 closely and you know did his Voices of Wrestling pick him. I'd be curious. That that's what I would ask him if I met him. What do you <laughs> think of the G1? You, he would look at you, point at you, and then you would be instantly tackled by Secret <laughs> Service. <laughs> Well, uh, Damon, on, on that note, I think that that is a wrap for our first podcast here on the Voices of Wrestling uh, Network. What do you think? I, awesome. Listen, we're thrilled to be here, like I said. Um, I think it's it's a, a match made in heaven uh, between uh, our little show here and, and the uh, conglomerate that is the Voices of Wrestling podcast. Listen, we appreciate you sticking with us. Stick with us some more. There's lots of great shows on the network. The, the flagship is one of my favorites. Um, I think the Voices of Wrestling guys do a great job. They're entertaining. They're fun. They can make a four-hour podcast and make it seem like one. Um, they they single-handedly got me through those multiple trips to Japan and those flights. So uh, as they say, hats off to the Voices of Wrestling team. And again, Shake Them Ropes guys do a great job with the WWE NXT stuff, so give them a listen as well. Um, there's, you know, there's so much fun stuff on the, on the Voices of Wrestling 
site. And I, I don't want to sound like a shill, but, you know, it's it, it really is. Their match of the month voting is going on right now for August. So, hey, if there are New Japan matches that you feel very passionate about and think should be uh, match of the month, by all means, give it a vote. They got great forums there. So, you know, on, on, on the legit tip, <laughs> did I just say that? Legit tip. I, I don't even think that's a word. I don't even, I don't even think that's a word. We're going to make it a word. Oh, you know what I heard today? Uh, or not today, this weekend, uh, as, as we're already Do you know that song? Um, oh, fuck. How did it go? Watch Me Whip? Watch Me Nay Nay? Are you familiar with this? Uh, no, I, right. I, I can't say that I am. Just I'm... Google that and listen to that, and we'll talk about that next week. But anyway, Voices of Wrestling, um, thank you again for having us aboard. We look forward to giving you silly commentary like Watch Me Whip, Watch Me Nay Nay. I will definitely give that a listen, and we're, we're going to talk all about whipping and nay-naying here next week on the PuroCast. But but seriously, you know, Voices of Wrestling is probably, in my opinion, one of the the best uh, website for coverage on New Japan Pro Wrestling. You know, through, throughout the entire G1, I was there every day. You know, I was checking my... Uh, my pickums and uh, yeah, they, there's just some great intelligent discussion about all brands of professional wrestling over at VoicesOfWrestling.com. So uh, hats off to those guys, and hats off to all of you who have been with us from the very beginning. Of course, right. you can subscribe to us on iTunes at New Japan Purocast. You know, you, you you can go there to the the iTunes page where you can listen to all of our back episodes if you enjoyed this episode. You can like us on Facebook, just type in New Japan Purocast. Follow us on Twitter, at Purocast. We're also available on Stitcher Radio. And, of course, you can go check us out over at VoicesOfWrestling.com. So we're going to be back here next week, same time, to uh, talk about the to, to preview the 923 and 927 destruction shows. So, on that note, my name is Colin Miller for Damon McDonald. We'll catch you guys next week. Here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery.